Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome again to Food for the Journey. The entrance antiphon says this, Test me, O God, and know my thoughts. See that my path is not wicked, and lead me in the way everlasting. It's a good thing, a few nights a week, to just stop and say, How am I doing? Because we all have our difficulties. We've all sinned. But ask the Lord right there. Just say, Lord, help me. Help me to do this better. Help me to say that I love you. And so we read, O God, who delight in innocence and restore it, direct the hearts of your servants, that's us, to yourself that caught up in the fire of your spirit, we may be found steadfast in faith and effective in works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. The opening prayer for today's Mass. Now we take a look at the first reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. This is chapter 17, verses 5 to 10. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a barren bush in the desert, that enjoys no change of season, but stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes, Its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. More torturous than all else is the human heart. Beyond remedy, who can understand it? I, the Lord, alone probe the mind and test the heart to reward everyone according to his ways, according to the merit of his deeds. Brothers and sisters, take a look at your own life. I know many of you are very busy, and the Lord understands that. But even when you're busy, as you're going to get in the car, as you're walking toward a grocery store, just say, whatever it might be, And just talk to the Lord for a few minutes. If your schedule, everybody's schedule's hard on sometimes, but not always. And what we want to try to do is to turn to the Lord every day. If you give him, as I said before, 15 minutes up to a half hour, if you could, or break it up in sections. But I want you to know this word is living. This word has power. It's not, I'm not just 
reading something or saying something to you that's just my idea. This is God's Word. Please take it into your heart. We take a look now, according to Psalm 1, Blessed are they who hope in the Lord. That's us. We need it. We need to grow in hope. All of us, I think. It's hard sometimes when you see what is happening in the world. Where is God? God is right here. God knows what he's doing. I don't know it all the time either. But blessed are they who hope in the Lord. Bless the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor walks in the way of sinners. We're all sinners, but this means more serious sin. Nor sits in the company of the insolent, but delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree planted near running water that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves never fade. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like chaff which the wind drives away. For the Lord watches over the way of the just, but the way of the wicked vanishes. Put your hope in the Lord. Ask him to teach you and help you. Now we take a look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father, Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus, like lies, received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. 
But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, They will not listen to Moses and the prophets. Neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. Brothers and sisters, you know, our hearts can become hard. We've had difficulties in life, and it's very hard to believe that there could be a heaven that's for you. That's what God wants. He wants each of you to come to him and just say, Lord, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do this. Teach me. And then read the readings for the day or read the Catholic Catechism. But every day, give some time to God's Word and that will lead you closer and closer to Him. He sees everything, brothers and sisters. I'm a little embarrassed about that myself, but sometimes he sees. We think nobody sees us, but he sees us. Please open your heart to him and say, lead me, Lord. Show me the way. And that means giving God a little time in the morning, a little time in the evening. And as you begin to see what God is doing, you would want to read more and more. I will pray for you all. I pray for myself. I do. I pray for my dearest friends. I always praise. And I want to praise for each one of you too. Please, brothers and sisters. St. John Chrysostom, who died in 407, he was the Archbishop of Constantinople. He was a famed preacher and a commentator on Scripture. And I want to share with you something that he said. On purpose, I am lingering on this parable since I see that a great benefit comes from this discussion for both rich and poor and for those who are troubled by the prosperity of the wicked and the poverty and tribulation of the righteous. But this parable is sufficient to provide the remedies self-control for the rich, consolation for the poor. It teaches the former not to be conceited while it comforts the poor for their present situation. It persuades the rich not to boast, and it calls upon the poor not to be disturbed by others' prosperity, nor to think that human affairs are without providence when a righteous person fares badly in this life. Paint this parable, you rich and you poor, the rich on the walls of your houses, the poor on the walls of your hearts. It is ever obliterated by forgetfulness, painted in again with your memory. Or rather, you rich also paint it in your hearts instead of in your houses and carry it about with you continuously. 
it will be a school for you and the first lesson of all philosophy. If we have this always portrayed in our hearts, neither will the joys of the present life be able to puff us up or its griefs deject us and cast us down. If we learn the true nature of wealth and poverty, of glory and dishonor, and of all other bright or gloomy conditions, we shall be free from the disturbance that each of us produces in us. All these things are more deceptive than shadows. A person who is noble and lofty in spirit will not be lifted too high by any of the brilliant and glorious conditions, nor cast down by any humble and despised circumstances. It was written by St. John Chrysostom. Brothers and sisters, God wants you, please, to draw near to him. Let him lead you. Think about what would be a good thing to do for your family, what it would be good to do for some person. And you say, I'm so busy. Take one thing at a time, just a little thing it might be. But you'll see then what the person needs. Let's be apostles together in Christ. Mercy is at the heart and the center of God's love for us. To help you encounter God's mercy, I want to offer you a free copy of my booklet, Captured by Mercy. To request your copy, call 1-800-282-4789 or go to our website, renewalministries.net slash ffj.